today we celebrate the feast of the presentation of the Lord. It's a moment when Joseph and Mary bring Jesus Christ into the temple, right, 40 days after his birth, hence why we celebrate on February 2nd the presentation of the Lord. 40 days after the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ that we've celebrated on December 25th. And the reason for this custom, the reason for this command, right, this command that the Jews had from God was that it was to remember the moment of their freedom from the slavery of Egypt. If we remember, they were slaves in Egypt and right before God brought them out of Egypt, right, he sent the angel Right, the angel of death to go and kill every firstborn male, right, whether it be the animals, the livestock, and even the children. But the children of the Jews, right, God said that if they put blood over the doorway, that his angel would pass over that household, would not kill the firstborn male of that household, hence the name the Passover. So this ritual or this law that God had commanded, right, every Jewish family to perform, that 40 days after the firstborn male was born, that that child would be brought to the temple and presented to the temple, right? It was a moment to remember and to give thanks, right, for what God had done for the people of Israel. So Mary and Joseph, who are good Jews, are obeying God's command. They bring Jesus into the temple and there's an interesting thing that happens. We read about it in today's gospel. Simeon comes forward and makes a prophecy. And there's two parts to Simeon's prophecy. The first thing Simeon says is he says, this child will be a light of revelation for the Gentiles and the glory of the people of Israel. This child will be a light. That's why in the early church, right, this feast was called Candlemas, the mass of the candles, right? Because of this prophecy of Simeon that Jesus Christ is the light we've been waiting for. He's the light of the Gentiles and the glory of the people of Israel. It's a day when in the early church there was processions, when all the faithful would carry candles in procession, right? And there are certain areas, certain churches that still do it today, right? For practicality, we didn't do it this morning. But it's a moment when today we bless those candles that will be used here in our church, right? Around the altar and the candle, the red candle that indicates the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ in the tabernacle. Today, the presentation of the Lord was also known as Candlemas Day. But there's a second part to Simeon's prophecy. He first says he's going to be a light to the nations, the glory of Israel, splendor, amazing. He's going to show the way. But the second part of the prophecy is somewhat troubling. Simeon says he will be a sign that will be contradicted. That is, Jesus Christ will come 
but suffering in the cross are going to be intimately a part of who Jesus Christ is. Right? Did you ever wonder, why don't we just use electrical lighting instead of candles? Right? Why don't we just have like a little lampstand here and before Mass we just go click and we turn on a light bulb? Are you sure it would be a lot easier? It would be a lot cleaner. We wouldn't have to worry about wax going everywhere. It would actually even be cheaper. Just put electrical lighting in here. If Jesus Christ is the light of the nations, what better symbol than a light bulb? A light bulb that never goes off. My dear brothers and sisters, the reason why we use candles wax candles around our altar and to indicate the presence of Jesus Christ is how does a candle give off light? To the degree that the wax is consumed and the wax is burned up, the candle gives light to the degree that Jesus Christ gives of himself totally, even to the point of dying on a cross, he gives light to us. That's the reason for this symbolism today. That's why the, the reason why the church uses these candles, right? To the extent that the wax is consumed, there exists the light, the flame. My dear brothers and sisters, today we're also celebrating a baptism, right? We're going to have Quinn Kathleen, right, receive the sacrament of baptism. And you'll see that after the sacrament of baptism, I will give a lighted candle, a lit candle to the Godfather, right, to hold in the place of Quinn Kathleen, right? Otherwise, she would burn the place down, right? So we give it to the Godfather so we don't burn the place down. But it's actually going to Quinn Kathleen, and that candle, how is it lit? That candle is lit from the Paschal candle. That big candle that represents Jesus Christ that we light every year at Easter time, the Easter vigil. And there's a tremendous symbolism here. It's that the light of Jesus Christ is transmitted to us, but it comes to our candle. That is, we're called to imitate Jesus Christ. That's the symbolism behind this. We don't give a child a light bulb. We don't say, here, here's a 60-watt light bulb. Receive the light of Christ. Plug it in when you go home. We give them a candle. That is, just like Jesus Christ, his life is made up of giving light to others, but implies a self-giving, a self-consuming love. We're called along the same path. My dear brothers and sisters, it's an imitation of Jesus Christ that we achieve true happiness. It's accepting the cross that's in our life and living it the way Jesus Christ lived it. That not only do we, do we become happy, but we give off light. People who see us and people who see how we carry our cross. And each one of us, we have our own particular cross that we're carrying. 
when we carry it with Jesus Christ, when we carry it with an attitude of self-consuming love that is self-giving love, that wax that slowly, slowly burns and is consumed, we give off a light that helps our brothers and sisters to see. But my dear brothers and sisters, with this I finish our reflection this evening. We don't need to do this alone. And we see why today the first reading is offered for us from the prophet Malachi. The image of how when the Lord comes into the temple, he will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. That is, back in the time of Jesus Christ, the refiner and purifier of silver sat by the fire and looked into the pot of that silver until all the purities were burned away. That is, this refiner and purifier of silver suffers the same flames that the silver experiences. God is not indifferent to your cross. God does not set, stand aside and watch us carry our cross. Jesus Christ carries our cross with us. He sits as a refiner and purifier of silver. He's there sweating over the silver, experiencing the heat coming off of the flames. And he's there with me. My dear brothers and sisters, so much rich symbolism in today's feast. So I'd invite you as we go forth from the celebration, right, to remember the candle. Today's feast was called Candlemas. And ask yourself, what is my attitude towards the cross? Do I accept it? Do I embrace it with love? And do I pour myself out so that I can give light to others. So that others who see the way that I live, who see the way that I carry my cross, they will look at me and say, that is a follower of Jesus Christ. They will be able to see the very same light of Jesus Christ in me. So my dear brothers and sisters, let's ask our Lord to help us to do this. Right? That we truly, each and every one of us, becomes that candle of Jesus Christ. A candle that, yes, is consumed, but a candle that gives light.